Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Mr. Rogers passed along friendship, hoping we would too. Friendship. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. There's no place like home. Getting home safely is just a click away. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat for more information. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Water by Aliza Hava, and it is the new oil, isn't it? Actually, it's been an ongoing, increasing, or amplified new state of affairs where water is now really going to become the greatest need of all time. I was reading, um, I think I was reading a book or story. In a book or is in a paper, but the statement kind of went, Sort of like if somebody has come to you for water and you give them diamonds, they're still not going to leave you satisfied. And if you think about water being one of the most important nutrients in your body, that's what you know lets your body exist, really. So what is it? They say 75% of our body mass is made up of water. And so if we can't get any to even supplement it when it dries out, just consider the state of affairs. And you think about all the children in the world who don't have proper drinking water, a billion plus. And this is why I'm a firm believer of trying to see how much we can preserve water and save water, especially when we're washing dishes and uh, washing our hands. Just these little mindful things where you feel that your actions here actually have an impact on actions over there or actions that you know impact the lives of others in different areas of the world. Thank you for joining America Meditating Radio. Over a thousand episodes, a million archive listeners, 90 countries. We love it. Please feel free to download our free app, Pause for Peace, which I heard from Santosh today is going to be getting an upgrade. And we are approaching our 20 years. And what I mean by 20 years is the work of our Brahma Kumaris Meditation Centers and Meditation Museums on July 2nd at the MGM Grand Ballroom. Please save the date, 3.30 to 6 p.m. We will have myself, Voices that have been with us for the 20 years, uh, Indian spiritual leader Sister Shivani, ballet from the Abigail Francisco School of Classical Ballet, Indian Classical Dance of Mutra Art Center right here in Centerville in our own Fairfax County, a comedy from Dan Nainan, and video presentations, and a lot more. It's going to be a family day out, so feel free to come on out to the National Harbor. That's Sunday. July 2nd from 3.30 to 6 p.m. And if you go to meditationmuseum.org, you can save your seats. It's 2,000 and we're already halfway full. And actually, I'm not even worried about that. I'm more worried about how we're going to crunch in everyone that's on the program who really wants to be a part of the program, but as well as in the seats. So if you're looking for a day of awakening and love and forgiveness, I really wish to invite you to be with us as we do a life review of 20 years in the nation's capital. Stay tuned. We're going to have our very dear friend back on the air, Paulette Benjamin, who's our very, very dear friends at Compassion Over Killing. Paulette's going to join us shortly as we talk about her upcoming programs and stuff that's going on. Before I get Paulette on, we're going to have a reading by Sister Gita, I know, and... I would love to find out what Sister Gita has when she gets in the studio right after this very simple meditation called Point of Focus. Let's take a deep breath from Just a Minute Meditation CD. Point of Focus. Taking just a minute. Gently, I bring my energy away from the external I bring all my attention up through my body to a point in the middle of my forehead, 
just above and behind the eyes towards a single point of focus inside. I now look through my eyes as if they are windows. I am a still point of awareness looking through the eyes to the world out there. I am the still point, silent and powerful. Welcome back. That was the point of focus from Just a Minute Meditation CD. Did you know that April 17th to April 23rd is Veg Week in the nation's capital? Well, our guest today, Paulette Benjamin, from our friends at Compassion Over Killen, will be joining us about discussing what we can look forward to. Combining her passion for farm animal protection and empowering others, Paulette serves as the Compassion Over Killing team in Washington, D.C., as the Outreach and Events Manager. Helping organize on a grassroots level for several years, Paulette has represented Compassion Over Killing in the Citizens for Farm and Animal Protection Coalition in Massachusetts as well. With a background in environmental science and aiding the homeless, Paulette brings analytical skills together with compassion for all beings. And today we are proud to welcome Paulette to the AM Show once again. Hey, how are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm very well today. Good. Welcome back. Always good to have you on the air. Yeah, it's always great to talk to you. I know that I'll always get a quick morning meditation in as well, so it's very refreshing. (laughs) Right. I want to get right to it. April 17th Mm -hmm. through April 23rd has been designed Mm -hmm. as Veg Week for 2017. Mm -hmm. How did Veg Week get started? And tell our listeners a little bit about its sole purpose. Um, So Veg Week has been going on now for, this is the ninth year, and it was created pretty much born out of um, a need to do something for the world that we could do easily. We didn't have to wait for anyone to to make any laws that allowed us to do anything or any regulations. It's centered around Earth Day, and it's basically a way to give back to the world and to increase the greenery of the climate, the greenery of the planet. It was originally started in Tacoma Park, and it has gradually grown over the years. And just last year, we dropped the U.S. part of it, and now it's just Veg Week because we have a small but growing number of international pledgers. Yeah, so it's it's pretty exciting. I mean, that took nine years to happen, but still, I think with the, uh, you know, social media just makes everyone so close. Yeah, and with the current situations in the world, I think Mm. things are going to happen even faster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, In fact, one of the actions that we have to basically bring awareness to Veg Week is a tool called Thunderclap, which just allows people to sign up and allow your platform to be used for one tweet or post, et cetera, um, to happen at a particular time on a particular date, and everyone does it. And so it gets it to trend. Um, So if you look on Facebook or Twitter, it'll say, you know, trending now, and it'll have the hashtag. Um, And we Mm -hmm. possibly will have a reach of up to a million people on the 17th. Wow, Um, that's a lot of folks. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) I don't know that we'll have That's that many so people signed up for Veg Week, but uh, we will have that many people at least hearing about it. Yeah, it's a week every year that, that anyone can sign up and 
Basically, they commit to trying veg foods for an entire week, at least the one week, and we give them all the support that they could possibly possibly get, uh, possibly need. They immediately get a ton of deals, discounts, coupons from all of our partners and sponsors that they have been extremely generous with us this year. We have a ton of wonderful, wonderful prizes for people as well. And then throughout that week, we give them a daily support email with recipes, even more deals for partners that only wanted to offer it during Veg Week. And yeah, we try to help them any way that we can. You know, Paula, I'd like to share with our listeners that mm-hmm. I find it always quite interesting that when we are in the midst of doing good for humanity, how much it takes to find ways to inspire folks to understand this is really good for you. I just want you to know Mm -hmm. this is good for you. And I remembered having a conversation about how people have become very much of a high number of individuals that I've met, and I speak to hundreds of thousands of people. Folks have become so accustomed to love that seems compromised or love that's Mm -hmm. conditional or Mm -hmm. just experiencing themselves to not feel worthy or valuable enough for the all or for the beauty or for the good. And when Mm -hmm. you look at the love of the body, the body needs proper drinking water, proper exercise, and good food. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm not a vegan, but I'm lactose Mm -hmm. intolerant, so I sometimes tell Antonia, our producer, I think I am a vegan. I mean, for the exception (laughs) of pizza, I don't know what you guys want from me. But um, I just find that it so flabbergasts me when we have to do so much to tell people, do you know how good it is Mm -hmm. to be good? Like, Mm -hmm. to just go into a vegetarian restaurant to to learn a vegetarian meal to come out mm-hmm. to veg week it's not a bad thing and yet organizations mm-hmm. like yours compassion over killing try to find all of these multitude of ways to encourage individuals to come into the space and say this is so good for you we're only doing this right. not just to pay bills but mm-hmm. really <laughs> mankind benefits if you take up a vegetarian diet I'd like right. for you to tell us a little bit about compassion over killing and what, where does it find its strength to keep going on and on and on and on, especially when it's always been such an uphill climb. Uh, yeah, sometimes it does. You know, we do feel a bit like Sisyphus, but we are making drives, I think. So we're now in our 22nd year. Um, we have been around quite a while. And honestly, we find our strength from all of our supporters and all of the advances that we have made for animals. And there are wins along the way, and we have to treasure those. And when we find another Another cruel thing that we didn't know about, that's where we find strength in our supporters because their belief and their support help us, you know, do well for the animals day after day after day. Um, So we are an animal protection organization based in Washington, D.C. with offices around the country, and we advocate for farm animals because those are the ones, by and large, the numbers are just astronomical. They are treated very poorly. They are... Um, cruelly and inhumanely slaughtered for food. And so we advocate on their behalf. And, of course, one of the big ways that we do that is to encourage people to try leaving them off the plate. (laughs) One of the easiest ways. We are extremely powerful people as individuals, and that is one of the biggest ways that we can help um, everyone on the planet, including the animals. Uh, We also do undercover investigations. And that is one of the 
uh, more difficult aspects for people to look at, but I, we do think it's extremely important for everyone to be able to see the truth, you know, of about what is on their plate. You know, if you don't know, how can you change? <laughs> so I remembered yeah. when you were at the Meditation Museum and you gave this beautiful sharing about vegetarianism, but you were so respectful to those who were not vegetarians. And mm-hmm. sometimes I lose it. I go, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, come on. I used to eat pig, pork, everything. I'm right. telling you, this is really a much better thing for your body. But the, mm-hmm. the beautiful way that you basically offer it, like, hey, it's okay if you're, you, you know, you still indulge in that. But however, mm-hmm. how about trying Meatless Monday, you know, or just mm-hmm. go one day a week and just feel like mm-hmm. at least I'm contributing to preserving our environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I strongly feel that you know, when people feel judged, they turn away. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that when I was learning the truth about what happens to our food before it lands on our plate, you know, I didn't know anything. I was so in the dark. And I know that everyone else out there, more than likely, they're already vegan in their heart. They just don't have the information or the tools to do that. Um, and mm. vegan foods can sometimes be intimidating. Just the idea of going vegan can be intimidating. And so I basically I treat everyone else as I would hope that someone would have treated me. And that I, and I was treated with kindness when I was making the transition. And very few people uh, were not kind, you know, when I was doing that. So I always try to encourage people to just add more vegetables to their plate, more plant foods to their plate, and soon enough there just won't be any room for the animal products. Mm, wow, wow, amazing. You know, they're so cute. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I go driving up to the suburb, even in Maryland, and mm-hmm. you pass by all these beautiful little cows, you know, you look mm-hmm. into their eyes, they seem so peaceful. You know, when the deers are are walking in my backyard, they seem so peaceful. I have to tell everyone a story, mm-hmm. um, Paulette. There is a we live in 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 McLean in Virginia, mm-hmm. and there are only four houses on our block, and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of land around us. So there are a lot of deers. And one day, a guy came knocking on the door, and did did he have a rifle, Sister Gita, with him at the time? Mm-hmm. He didn't have a rifle. I guess that would have been kind of Texas. But um, he came knocking on the door, and and he says, just to let you know, I've been hired by so-and-so, and and you might hear gunshots, and Mm -hmm. we're just, you know, trying to reduce the population or, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, the deer presence in the the area because it's causing so much. And Mm -hmm. I remember Sister Gita telling him, with so much love, okay, thank you for letting us know. And very sweetly, she says, you know, is there another profession at all that you might be interested in trying to do? I mean, those poor dears. <laughs> you know, would you believe like a year later he came back saying that he changed his job and he's now doing gutter cleaning? He's cleaning the gutters. Oh, my. Roof. That's pretty so wonderful. It can work that people, I mm-hmm. think, are doing things that mm-hmm. somewhere inside they can feel there's got to be mm-hmm. something more that I can be doing than this. But maybe... It, it just wasn't delivered with the right tone. So I agree with you right. when you say not to say things from a judgmental point of view, but mm-hmm. just to maybe speak from what has been your experience. Yep. So thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, mm. it's uh, definitely my pleasure. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So the Meditation Museum will host a free vegan cooking for peace workshop yes. on Saturday, April 22nd at one thirty to 3, which we invite the public, of course, to attend. What suggestions would you offer those who are interested in a vegetarian or vegan diet but aren't sure of how to start? Well, the best thing that they can do right now is go to vegweek.com and sign up to pledge, and we will give you all the support that we can possibly give. And any time that you get an email from vegweek.com, you can hit reply, and you are asking me direct questions. So if there's anything that you want to know or anything that you're concerned about, the number one food you're going to miss, whatever it is, you know, let me know, and I'll definitely address it. And I may be able to get big concern we can address it with everyone um so yeah vegweek.com and that will we will definitely hook you up mm, beautiful paula benjamin thank you so much for all that you're doing at compassion mm-hmm. over killing and we'll see you for veg week thank you so much take care bye-bye mm-hmm, bye-bye yeah remember that story sister gita that was such a cute story about the guy who was in the neighborhood to shoot all those deers Sister Gita is saying, but she was also sharing about how she told the guy that I wanted to pray for God for you to really be able to have something new and different for you. You're listening to America Meditating. We just had a wonderful heart-to-heart with Paula Benjamin from Compassion Over Killing. Put it in your calendar. April 17th to April 23rd is Fetch Week. And for more information, you can go and visit their Compassion Over Killing's website at cok.net and get a lot of freebies if you'd like. Sister Gita, we would love to hear a reading for you today. What magical stuff do you have for our listeners? Feeling great, no matter what, and how to change your life for the better, authored by Daddy Janky, a world's wisdom keeper, and the topic is honesty. To begin to feel great, we need to become more honest to make what we think, say, feel, and do as one. Without this oneness in our personal lives, no amount of distracting fun can make us feel good, positive, or great. So we continue. Having honesty means taking responsibility for the way we think, feel, and respond to situations and other people. We can start by addressing a few questions of the self. Did I really need to do that action? Did I need to think that? Could I have spoken or acted in a better way? Questions like this clean out our bad habits and ordinary ways of thinking and living. We cannot feel great if we have bad habits. One common bad habit is letting others throw their rubbish into our lives either in obvious physical ways or more subtle ways. Why do we allow them to do this? Because of this or because of that, perhaps. But because statements only help us to justify our miserable feelings or the situation. How can we feel great when we are complaining or constantly pessimistic? When we're fearful or in a state of suppressed anger, how can we feel great if we're not free to be the master of our own life? Very wonderful thinking. I will think today and make myself feel better. Okay, Oh, Shanti. 
you always make us feel better when you read those beautiful stories, Sister Gita. Friends, thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and life and moments and time where you can value each step that you take. I was telling Sister Gita how unique it is that you can be born with so many good things and yet you just can't celebrate them. Something in your spirit either longs for something uh, new, unique, or something from the past is trying to pull you back to something old. And this is where I feel knowledge and wisdom of the self is so essential because the more knowledge you can gain, then the more joy and liberation you'll be able to feel. Because at the end of the day, it really is about where you are and what you need to become for your own story. Thank you for joining us. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And also, if you give yourself permission to let your happiness go, that's also another thing. And we are here to love each other the same. Don't forget our wonderful friend, Sanatam Kaur, is coming to the UDC Theater on May 10th. Feel free to go by and get your tickets. We're also going to be out there celebrating her. Here's Waheguru for her Nam of Light CD. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Wow.